As I've gotten older, I have discovered that my job is actually not to be something that I'm not, that the way to get to being comfortable in my skin is actually to accept, love, and know who I am. And that I do that by allowing myself to become more myself. basically research how people think and like why they do things they do and it's really pretty dope to be able to go to work and literally just google anything and then you guys could run an experiment on it like it's pretty crazy how'd you guys end up segmenting it was it like based on location age range by race well since the research is basically like really um general to academic settings or clinical settings so it's a little more specific the people that you get to um collect data points on um, and they're all like anonymized. All we get is basically just the summary data or uh, statisticians usually run all the data and then we get conclusions on how well the program that we have works on that population of people through learning, I guess. So it's basically like using technology as a means or a modality for learning new concepts. So that's so general to anything, if you think mm-hmm. about it, because people are using iPhones every day. But I don't even know, probably people are on their phones more than they're actually talking to people face to face. So there's definitely a lot to learn of how we interact with technology. And that's basically what I want if I do continue with school and stuff to research that aspect. Actually, I think it's pretty marketable and really interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm curious about like, I mean, because, you know, obviously we met in the context of working around mental health. So obviously both of us have interest in it, but I, I'm curious what kind of draws you to to that being something that you're involved with on the day-to-day. I mean, it's really fulfilling, to be honest. You know that uh, working is usually kind of monotonous and mm-hmm. you could really just get into the heat of just like, oh man, all right, I gotta keep doing this every day over and over. But as long as like working in the mental health context or a lot of the programs that we work with are impacting people on a more, I guess, humanistic level rather than how like a financial maybe I guess you could say that so it's 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 nice it's fulfilling I mean what do you think is in yeah no I mean I'd say I'm the same thing and I also 
like I had a lot of firsthand experience with like thinking about mental health a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. So I feel like over time, like I started, I entered uh, marketing slash advertising through advertising. So it was like a very different world to be using my skill set in. But I like being able to feel like I'm not just like selling something, but that it's ultimately going towards yeah. impacting people, especially like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it's in the higher education space. And like, I, I was dealing with a lot of shit when I was in college, personally, Facts. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to give more resources to the next generation try to impact them that's a big part of uh what i'm trying to do now and moving forward Mm -hmm. totally dude that's dope so the work feels natural then it doesn't feel like you guys are like selling something or um i guess like not stepping within i mean stepping out of character for the shit that you're doing that's beautiful yeah exactly yeah for sure uh totally i mean i feel like that but i mean it still feels like work sometimes you're just like damn no of course of course, of course. <laughs> I'm here. and i'm pretty sure it makes it more interesting because that is what a lot of um media focus and attention on like i never used to see mm-hmm. like two or three years ago like talk space ads you know what i mean on the train subway even walking uh-huh, around the city uh-huh. so i definitely feel yeah. like people are realizing how best to mix the best of both of these worlds wait but quick question mm-hmm. what if um I guess elements of mental health or mental health struggles are coming from technology. How best do you see like that shifting the conversation? Of? That's a really interesting question because a lot of things like cyberbullying is a exactly. example yep. of mental health, right? And uh, how technology is impacting that. Or honestly, also, uh, I have a little cousin and he's like, I don't know, I think he's like five now, but his eyes, because when he was little, was always looking at an iPad and he was keeping it really close to his face. Mm-hmm. Now he has pretty bad eyesight and they have to like wear those little baby glasses and stuff it's so like sad you know what i mean people aren't watching their kids using like ipads and iphones all the time and they're, they're like messing up their eyes and stuff so technology is twofold it's it's really good because look at all the things we can do we're literally talking on a podcast right now three random people that could have never met you know what Facts. i mean yeah. but uh then you got all this other stuff and it, people got to figure out the balance i guess the physical and emotional balance between too much and too little i don't know it's a good question yeah i mean i'd agree that there's like a lot of a lot of technology just like hits and then like immediately becomes commonplace without people necessarily like thinking about how they're adapting to it like it just like Uh i mean in case of the ipad right it's like suddenly there's just ipads in the house and like you don't really think about the repercussions that that's going to have on your kid necessarily and then Mm -hmm. next thing you know like their eyesight is messed up so Mm -hmm. it's really difficult to be able to navigate that using technology and adopting it but also doing so like conscious of what the negative repercussions of that might be yeah i'm curious about it too because even around my house um i don't i I just feel like we're getting down to a point where where i guess i was talking about this with my siblings the other day like even putting our phones on do not disturb at night because we're, we're realizing that even like late night social media scrolling for example is also not good mental health wise like what mm-hmm. sometimes some of the things that you're seeing right before you go to sleep could put you in a more stressful situation or even some of that shit just starts getting into your dreams and you wake up the next morning like what the fuck is really going on right now you know <laughs> it's just like just finding that fine balance dude you know i think people you know when you're on your phone you're scrolling you're losing probably what hour and a half two hours of sleep i mean i would guess right a night and people like wake up and they're mad tired and they're angrier throughout the day. You know, you people feel shittier. You make poor choices. It's really crazy. You're so right. Yeah, I had to stop sleeping with, with my phone next to me. A, for that reason, and B, for the alarm. I was like, I need this alarm as far oh, away. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you do that, dude. Oh, my God. If I put my phone on the other side of my room in the morning, I would hate myself every day <laughs> with the ringing in the morning. Damn. Shit, it's the only way that I can like 
actually get up and get to it in the time that I, oh, I feel like I should, as opposed to I have to, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good way to break that down. <laughs> I feel like I should versus I have to. Yeah, because, you know, everybody has that, like, mental calculation of, like, when they actually need to step out of the crib to be able to make it <laughs> in on time or make it to something on time. And then they always also have, like, the night before, like, all right, but, like, I'm going to try tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to add that extra <laughs> half hour in, you know what I'm saying? Start my day off on the right note. And then it's like 50-50 on how you wake up. <laughs> oh, facts. Dude, I set like two alarms. Exactly. You set one where you're like, this is the time that if I was really a great person, <laughs> I would wake up at this time. And then you set another one that's 15 to 20 minutes later that's like, all right, this is actually when I'm going to get up. And then you sometimes, if you're really tired, you fall asleep yeah. even more. And then you wake up at like the worst time. And you're like, damn. And all this just because I didn't wake up and you're rushing. Oh, that's me every morning. That's facts. I got, I'm at this point where I put the clock in my room like 10 to 15 minutes ahead. And I always forget that I did do that. So I'm rushing in the morning. Tomorrow's going to be an interesting day probably because now that I'm remembering that this clock is a little faster. (laughs) I got more time. Um, I like how on Instagram sometimes you'll post like these daily affirmations. Do you do you have any like routines or anything like that that you incorporate into your day to day? Oh yeah, the oh man, what is that Instagram? It's like Third Eye Thoughts or something like that. It's a good Instagram. I I started following and it just gives you very general, positive, I guess, statements that if you just honestly reading them but saying them out loud is a completely different experience. I feel like if you say them it's more your emotions actually feel like you feel happier or I do I guess if I do it but um I mean in the morning as soon as I get up if you try to stretch and honestly smile if you smile when you wake up just not because you're happy because you're doing the motion dude it makes you like you're like oh okay all right I'm awake let's go you know what I mean try it try and see let's do a experiment Mm. okay and then we'll We'll regroup. We'll reconvene. Oh. Wait, so it's, so it's when you're okay. So when you wake up, smiling and stretching at the same time, do you stretch before or smile? Uh-huh. Like, how does it? What's the order? Because I'm trying to trying to make sure my days a one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of. I usually smile and then stretch. Gotcha. And then, then I make coffee. And then, um, yeah, that's it. Then you make coffee. And then you sit there. You're on your phone answering emails. It's pretty much my morning routine. And then I get to the office already having answered all my emails and looking like I was awake mad early. That's how you, you get them when you're in bed <laughs> drinking coffee. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just learned so Basically. much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going pe- to peep that page too. Oh, yeah, Third Eye. Th- I think that's what it's called. I can well, check. Before we start plugging other pages, we should probably do some introductions. To oh, yeah. People yeah. on the call. <laughs> What's good, everybody? Welcome back to You Free, our Camino podcast. You got a Zim on the line, Eric joining us, and who are we speaking with? Hi, guys. Uh, I'm Nikita. Uh, I work uh, at a virtual tech company doing psychology research. I'm also a, uh, I guess, oh, I hate saying this. I'm a social science researcher, but kind of like a baby researcher because I have like two to three years of experience, but we could dream. Oh, and that's where it all <laughs> two to starts, three years though. more than I do. Right? Same thing with me. <laughs> two to three more years than me. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from, well, okay, this is an interesting question, because uh, I was born in Moscow in Russia, but my parents and me moved over here when I was two, so I've been living in Queens basically my whole life, so when people ask me that, I kind of just want to say New York, <laughs> but I can't, because it's kind of like a lie. <laughs> Wait, why, why did you end up coming here? 
at such a young age? We we all just immigrated here. I guess my parents just wanted to live in uh, in New York, so I was born in Moscow, and then we moved over here. But my dad's originally Bengali. Um, he's from a place called Dhaka in Bangladesh. My mom's from like 20 minutes outside of Moscow. So he went to school out there and then they met through college. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we, we moved over here, yeah. And we've been here ever since. So I think of myself as a New Yorker. Have you made any trips back or would you be interested in making trips back? Oh, I would love to go back there, dude. I haven't been yet, but I would love to. I um, can't leave the country now because of my immigration. So I have to wait until, you know, the whole deal, and then you can go back. But, um, yeah, I would love to. I love seeing my grandma. I got a cousin out there and uh, my mom's sister. But um, I don't know. I mean, like, I want to travel a bunch of places I haven't been, especially in South Asia. I think that's a pretty dope area to to travel and go out to. I mean, Azim, you told me that your family does, like, a yearly trip. Don't you guys do, like, a vacation? Have you been to places in South Asia? Yeah, I mean, so separately from, like, we do a yearly Thanksgiving trip, but that's mostly been Europe. But separately from that, I mean, growing up, we used to go to Pakistan every, like, two years. And then uh, Mm -hmm. over time, that started to get a little bit longer and longer. But the last time I was there was 2018, end of 2018. And it was dope. Yeah, it was, like, it was really beautiful. I would uh, recommend it to all of our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Were you you able to disconnect when you were out there? Yeah, I mean, like, A, the time difference makes it kind of kind of easier to disconnect or like at least uh mm-hmm. and then also the internet the fact I, I didn't get a sim card while i was out there so like i could only connect when i had internet and like not necessarily home or like going and when i was home i had a lot of family there because it was for a wedding so um yeah it was pretty easy for me to disconnect that's good being present that's what i, <clears throat> I was talking to a friend earlier today and we were recording something else and the amount of focus that we just needed, we were just like, oh, shoot, like being present and just realizing that you're so present, things just flow so much better. And it actually brings forth that sense of like calmness. That's why exactly like in the morning time, what you were saying, like you go to work feeling already prepared, feeling more present because you smiled already. <laughs> you already did your stretches, <laughs> had your coffee, answered your emails. Yeah, totally. Outside of work, what, what else do you appreciate doing? Oh, man. I mean, I've been really thinking about getting myself a dog like they're so cute and adorable but there's so much work and i don't even know what to do all i've been doing is doing all this research on freaking all these little cute little guys and all i'm doing is sitting on instagram scrolling a bunch of instagrams full of puppies but um i finally convinced my parents because uh everybody has that it's either a family that's like super into animals yep. and you guys had all these animals since you were little and whatever or there's those families that are like you're bugging yep. we are not doing that <laughs> <laughs> i definitely have a you're bugging family for sure <laughs> me too <laughs> see i had one i had one but as soon as we got them then it kind of changed the conversation changed a little bit sometimes i think you got to just go out there get it and just like see the way the conversation sits uh-huh. Maybe. I actually maybe I shouldn't even listen to that advice. <laughs> <laughs> retract. You know, I'm gonna I'm, I'm retract that one, but I still say shoot it. Shoot the shot. Why not? Uh, wait, what are your what are your parents' uh reasons against? My parents' reasons against having a an animal. My mom's just like so super clean and she already like bugs when anybody ever leaves anything like not in the place it's supposed to be so you can't have that if you have an animal in the crib dude it's a freaking dog you know what i mean it's gonna do whatever it wants to do and you gotta let it chill you can't bug out so 
maybe we won't do that but um, <laughs> i don't know that's pretty that's it's really that that's fair yeah my dad had a, a bad experience with dogs when he was a kid and that just like kind of scarred him for life so he can't uh-huh. he literally like if i got a dog he would just never visit me oh my god really Damn. poor guy yeah. so it's, it's tough but you know that's not the only thing that my parents have frowned against that I want. So, you know, you just kind of make do with it. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. just, bend, just bend around and just keep going. That's facts. Actually, in college, they used to, um, like, during final season, bring puppies from this pet store not too far away mm-hmm. in order to help, like, calm down certain anxieties people having before exams and sort of just releasing some of that stress. So you can come at it from that angle as well, you know? Like, oh, I'm, I've been doing this yeah, research. Right, exactly. You know, you, did you know that there's these signs now in dog like uh, puppy stores, which you should not purchase from because puppy stores suck because they look so sad in there. But I did see a sign um, in one of those where you can get an ESA, which is like a uh, man. It's when you it's like an emotional support animal. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. You get like this paperwork and you can bring these dogs on airplanes without having to pay for them to be on the airplane with you because like you need them or any apartments that have no pet policies, they're like commercial, they're commercializing getting an ESA for people at the pet stores now. It's crazy. That's the importance of a dog. You know, if I had a dog, I'd want to mm-hmm. be able to take my him or her on airplanes. Mm-hmm. And all I'm hearing from that too, is it still comes down to that, that connection that people need outside of this, outside of this technology and outside of this media. That's exactly what I'm getting from that. You know what I'm saying? Damn, what a mm-hmm. what a connection! I see you connecting. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying, trying to. I just got a new. I got a new pen, so you know. Well, I was meaning to ask on that topic. I was meaning to ask earlier, but like, what do you guys do to to sort of separate? I mean, we were talking earlier about like the good and bad sides of technology, and obviously we're accessing technology right now and incessantly throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So, how do you kind of like keep that in moderation or try to? I mean, usually I'll like, I don't know, every weekend, I'm not really on my phone. Like you, I see my bat. the way I tell if I'm on my phone is if my battery is dead or not. Yeah. Right now, my battery, what time is it right now? Like eight something. My battery is on 83%. So that means I didn't use my phone at all today. Honestly, it's, it's rough because you're, my eyes hurt and my head actually, I've been noticing I get migraines mm-hmm. and stuff because I'm always staring at screens. Like if you think about it, you wake up, you check your emails, you watch the news. You leave, you're on your phone or, you know, reading stuff on the way to work. Then you're at work staring at a screen and you leave and then you're on your phone and you go home and you watch Netflix and you're watching TV and then you go to sleep. It's like all the time. It's kind of freaking nuts. But uh, I don't know. I just try and meditate, detach a little bit, try and read, even though reading is kind of boring sometimes because it's not flashing in your eyes because it's a book but you know we could do it right, so you got to just be patient to get to the good part sometimes well you, you say you meditate how long have you been meditating for uh yeah i mean i used to do taekwondo when i was a kid um for a couple of years like my parents obviously didn't want to hang out with me so they needed to put me somewhere and they stuck me in these classes for uh, like taekwondo as a little six-year-old i was like five or six so i was there until i was about like 14 so I've been meditating ever since I was a kid, actually, because of that. Because when they start these classes, in the beginning, they shut off all the lights, turn on meditation music, and you sit for like five minutes with a group of people with your legs crossed and your eyes closed, and you're just breathing. And that's how they would start every class. So I would go there like three or four times a week as a kid for like six or seven years. So I would have to do it like regularly. 
which is, um, I don't I never thought of it as being so important when I was a kid because you don't like realize stuff like that. But now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, damn, it's actually pretty good that I had to do that four times a week. Yeah, that's dope. I feel like that's like, I've been trying to get more into meditation and it's just like something that's, you know, difficult for me, has been difficult for me to wrap my head around. Like my mm-hmm. mind is always just mm-hmm. racing. It's really hard for me to like get into that stillness. But I feel like, you know, if, mm-hmm. if you're ingrained from a younger age or if you have that experience at a younger age, damn, yeah, that's dope. Not a big conclusion there, but <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> you should go, you should, <laughs> you should go on YouTube. There's this, um, uh, there's this thing. Did I tell you about this? It's called binaural beats. B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L, I think that's how you spell it. But I play those um, in like my little room at work sometimes when there's nobody in there. And it's like just these wavelengths or frequencies of sound that are like basically optimal to like feeling better or like having your, your brain waves. Each brain wave is on a specific frequency. So if you play like, well, for example, there's like one that's for happiness or one that's for concentration. And if you go on YouTube, they have like hours of this stuff, like two and a half to three hours. You just sit there and work. You don't even realize you're listening to it. But as soon as you shut it off, it's like, oh, damn, like now this is weird. Now there's nothing playing because you don't even notice they're so calming. You should try and listen to those. It's like the white noise in the background. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to look into that for sure. Damn, you've been plugging us. Right? That also makes sense that you're listening to stuff like that in your office because you have, you know, you got the crystals on the desk. You got the dream catch. <laughs> yeah, I so do. Uh, I never even realized we have so much of that stuff. Yeah, we have a dream catcher on the door. I have like at least, I have a crystal wand, a wand. Like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm so, I'm so disappointed myself when did i become like this with the dream catching crystals all over me <laughs> uh, anyways but yeah and then we have this sign on the door that says speakeasy or what does it say on it i i honestly forgot what it says on it it says oh the standard deviation speakeasy because we're in the research team so my boss printed out a bunch of like equations on a white piece of paper and made his own makeshift photoshop and just put the tape on the door so now everybody's like oh do you guys drink in here <laughs> we're like yeah <laughs> i like that name that's cool well i want to i want to know more about these crystals because i've been trying to look into or at least try to tap into that how'd you get started with that are there and i, and with I the crystals? yeah and i heard that you can't like with certain crystals you can't like touch them together or like wear two certain ones at the same time is there like any truth Ooh. to that from i guess like the research that you've done i don't i've never I didn't hear about that. I'm definitely going to read something about that, though. I didn't know that. Maybe. Where did you read that from? But I've never heard of that before. Word of mouth. That you can't have certain crystals together? Like, you're not supposed what? to touch it because one could cancel out the other or something like that. I don't... But it could have been all cap, though, as well. So I'm not even... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure how, how true that was. Oh, man. I, uh, the first crystal shop I went to was in the Lower East Side. It's on, like, 1st and 11th or something like that, I think. It's down there. It's like so, somewhere around there, 10th or 11th Street, all the way on the east side. But it's called like Crystal Garden, I think. And they have a bunch of crystals and nice music playing. Um, when you go in there, they have like these succulents and little spheres and stuff. And these guys will actually wrap the crystals for you when you buy them. But it takes a while. Like they're actually wrapping it with copper wire and they give you like a, <clears throat> a leather um, necklace. 
that's like adjustable and you just get you just pay for the uh the rock like whatever crystal you want they have so many different kinds um and they explain to you what they're all for they're pretty nice guys I've, that's the first one i ever went to and the majority of my crystals are from there so check it out what pretty was the dope. first one that you went with the first crystal i ever had was probably amethyst that's probably the first one i ever had and now i have black tourmaline uh citrine rose quartz and i think somebody bought me another one but i can't remember what kind it is but yeah that i have a nice little collection i like to put them in the sun apparently you're supposed to wash them and get all the energy off of them after a while and then put them in the sun again or the moonlight i heard it's the Usually moonlight it's the yeah moon to recharge nice to it. yeah yeah mm-hmm mm-hmm i actually was in um uh, portland and we went uh hiking so I, I got to run some of the crystals through the waterfall water, water up there. That was pretty dope to do, actually. Wow, that sounds beautiful. Damn, that's amazing. Are you, big on, are you big on hiking? I could see you as being a big outdoorsy person. Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> I mean, you know, 50-50. <laughs> I mean, I don't like bugs. That's my thing, dude. I can't. I, like, cry. I'm so – I can't do it. I'm, I can't do it. Bugs bug me out. Like, for real. Seriously. Once there was a, a roach in my house and I, honest to God, was, I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I was like, oh shit. Like I, I'm home by myself. I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I take a towel. I run in my room. I plug the towel under the door so it can't go through the bottom <laughs> crack because I'm like crazy. I, and then I just sit in my room for like three hours and wait for my parents to come home. I don't have water, <laughs> nothing. I'm like, oh, I have to sit in here for three hours and wait for them. Yo, it was the worst. So I don't like bugs. That's the only thing. But I like being outside. I like going hiking. I like going swimming. I just don't like bugs. I think I think that tells. I think that just says that you you have appreciation for life. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I want it to leave me alone. You know the reason That's you all. do your thing. I'm gonna do my thing over here. Right. Exactly. Over there. Way over there. Mm-hmm. New day. New. New kicks too. You brag, okay, we lit too. New way, new mind, new wave. Oh, wine glass up for the drama that we live through. Hey, get it cold up, yeah. Hit the wall up, yeah. I'll be your beat, hey. They like so what? I could spend a whole week on my sofa. Shout out to the chip on my shoulder. I don't dance, I just kick it on the side, yeah. Fuck a new year, every year's my year. New York, where I'm from, I'ma die here. Don't like me, I'm man, see if I care. Ayy, oh, so don't fall, roll solo. Oh, hey, I might pull up in a Volvo. Go hard, I ain't tryna live so so. Do my thing, uh, I am free, uh, with the steez, uh, get my peace, uh, get my bread right, get my head right. No regrets, never stress, what it ain't like Put my chair where the grass is cut Yeah, that's my queen and she bad as fuck Yeah, bad vibes just so yesterday Yeah, hope you niggas get up out the bed today Hey, New Year's say me, no bullshit Yeah, real life got hard for the cool kids Hey, all real, no fake, no new news No subways, no choo-choos, nah, nah Sad boy sit up in the crib for the whole day My girl ain't up in the mix, she a no-name Wintertime playing cold train on a snow day Staying warm with a old flame, so it's okay, yeah Good day, good sun, good head too 
Good champagne, ship it in the bedroom. Bike ride by the river, gotta get loose. Big smile on my face, I'm a blessed fool. I was gone, but I'm home now. Yeah, I was young, but I'm grown now. Yeah, this is what a nigga chose with the cons and the pros. Gotta let it all go. Do my thing, uh. I am free, uh. With the steeds, uh. Get my peace, uh. Get my bread right. Get my head right. No regrets, never stress. What it ain't like. Put my chair where the grass is cut. Yeah, that's my queen and she bad as fuck. Yeah, bad vibes just so yesterday. Yeah, hope you niggas get up out the bed today. Hey, put my chair where the grass is cut. Yeah, that's my queen and she bad as fuck. Yeah, bad vibes just so.